Welcome to the Dental Industry Insider Podcast. Sales and business ideas so freaking good, you wished you thought of them yourself. Here is your coach, sales expert, and dental hygienist, Anita Siriani. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Industry Insider Podcast. You are listening to episode number 30. Have you ever heard the phrase, telling is not selling? As a coach, I have lots of experience and exposure to reps co-traveling, phone monitoring, and watching many people attempt to sell to clinicians. And I can say, after all these years, I have observed way too many people selling by telling to clinicians. This podcast is for you if you have an offer to offer dentists, physicians, or really any healthcare professional. And specifically, I want to spend a few minutes looking at some specific ways to improve the effectiveness of your presentation, your sales call, or maybe even you call it a discovery session. Look, you already know that these meetings with prospective buyers are high impact. It's showtime. It's when the rubber meets the road. It's when all of your hard work, marketing and speaking and networking comes to fruition. So it's super important that you ensure that every second of this interaction with potential buyers is optimized for creating the results that you want hopefully a customer, and helping clinicians get what they want. What I want you to realize is that selling is not selling in healthcare. Let me explain. Selling to clinicians is not like selling to any other kind of buyer because the stakes are higher. Healthcare providers make buying decisions differently than general consumers like you and I. Selling cell phones, computers, or even real estate, well, it may involve some of the similar skills, but the approach is very different when people's lives are at stake. Obviously, I have never seen your specific sales approach, but based on my decades of coaching people in healthcare, I really think that I can help you be way more effective at solving the clinical challenges with your offer as you interact with your customers and potential customers. So I first want to elevate your awareness that where your current approach may be limiting your results. Think about it. When was the last time that you took a hard look and evaluated how you interact with the current and prospective customers that you work with? Have you really put your approach under the microscope? Well, I want to help you become more effective by highlighting a few common mistakes and guide you to evaluate ways that you can upgrade and improve your current approach. And my experience says that by following some of the recommendations that I'm about to give you, you will build higher trust, greater credibility in serving your clients and customers at the highest level. Now, do I have your attention? 
<laughs> I hope so. Let's dig in. First, let's figure out how this selling by telling got started to begin with. What I want you to do is take out your business card and I want you to read your title. What does it say? Does it say sales rep, territory manager, account rep? Maybe it says selling specialist. At the end of the day, is it obvious by your business card that yours is a sales job? So let me ask you, do you believe that your primary responsibility in your current role is to promote products and to facilitate buying? Well, if you do, then it makes total sense that your days are filled with meetings designed to promote buying by offering, quote, sales presentations featuring your offer or the products and services that you represent, all aimed at encouraging buying. And you know what? That's exactly where things get off on the wrong track from the very beginning. <laughs> Let me explain. How you identify with your role contributes to how you define your responsibility at work. And ultimately, that translates into the goal that you intend for every interaction with customer, every sales call, if you will, that you make. Before you walk in the door or pick up the phone, do you tell yourself, Let's go, let's get an order, or it's time to sell something. Then your approach will likely resemble the product-focused presentations that I see on the regular as I work with, co-travel, and observe sales representatives in this industry. I call that product-centric presentation a product pitch. As you begin to assess your approach as a result of this conversation we're having, I want you to look at the topic that you see at the very epicenter of your current sales presentation or your sales approach. Is it your offer? You see, a presentation or a discovery session often is mainly about a product or service. That's why I call it a product pitch approach. And that, my friend, is selling by telling at its finest. Product pitches are really easy to recognize because the main gist of the meeting centers around a product or a summary of features and benefits of the feature product or service that you've come to talk about. This approach, I want you to notice, is product-centric and not problem-centric. This approach may be common, and rest assured, it is not the most effective for educating clinicians into becoming customers. Look, I get it. Doctors and team are busy. And if you believe that you have a very short window of time when meeting with a doctor, then your brain is probably screaming at you, get in, show them what you've got, and get out. And with this perceived time pressure, it really encourages you into a default mode of the product pitch. So 
What happens is you whip out your product, you offer a brief brief summary, and you share why your offer is just so amazing. You tell them the price, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, they buy. Now, this type of an approach really is reinforced at the field or even at the phone level, despite its limited results compared to the alternative, because at some level, you really do believe that getting in and getting out with a short and sweet approach really does demonstrate your respect for the doctor's time. In addition, I want you to notice that conducting product pitches allow you, the product expert, to display your keen product and technical knowledge. It's an opportunity for you to get to show off how much you know about what it is that you represent. But here's what I want you to know as your coach. Product pitches are much less effective because they end up being a, here comes a big word, unidirectional monologue instead of a collaborative conversation. Doctor is talked at instead of engaged in a discussion where you are both sitting on the same side of an opportunity for improvement. A product pitch is the result of an intention to influence, to persuade, to ultimately sell a product. I'm going to get in there and sell something. I want you to check this out. A typical product-focused sales call, aka a product pitch, creates what I call a commodity conversation that encourages price-based buying decisions. You see, a product pitch creates a commodity-based conversation which encourages the doctor to buy on price. Now, think about that. If a typical sales presentation features the features and benefits of your offer and fails to allow buyers to really think through the limitations in their current product or the service that they're using now, well, think about, I mean, how many clinicians do you find still using the same products that they were introduced to in dental or medical school? This is why a better approach will encourage providers to consider and challenge their tried and true products against today's needs, wants, and expectations they have for their procedures, their products, and their patient care. So I have observed that typical product pitches reduce what otherwise could be very high impact meetings. It reduces them to what I call commodity conversations because without a clear understanding of the clinical challenges or the limitations in the current product that the doctor is using, well, motivation to make a change is reduced to promotions and price. And if you've been following me for any time, you have certainly heard me say the danger of reducing 
to a commodity conversation based on the buying motivation of price and promotion is if we get them on price, we for sure are going to lose them on price. Buying on price is the lowest level of buyer motivation or customer commitment there is. Product purchased on price are usually and quickly replaced by a bigger and better deal. It creates a, quote, how low can you go price war where the lowest price leader always wins. And to that, I offer another favorite quote. Good stuff ain't cheap and cheap stuff ain't good. (laughs) We want to take a higher road, a leadership position to assist our clinicians to truly evaluate how well their current product or service is performing compared to more innovative alternatives like your offer. That is a much better way to build brand loyalty that withstands the winds of discounts and deals. Finally, a selling by telling approach is problematic because it absolutely suppresses the valuable value that you as a representative, as a consultant, as an expert offer. And by insisting on conducting a features and benefit product-based presentation, you essentially relinquish precious time with the doctor to turn it into an infomercial. Think about it. From a buyer's point of view, one product pitch sounds like every other product pitch they heard that week. Yes, information is shared in a typical sales call, but little value is truly received. And from your perspective, trust is not fostered and the relationship with customers are not strengthened by simply reciting features and benefits. No, you want to leverage your skills and knowledge to bridge the gap by providing and solving practice and procedure and patient challenges with your offer. And it's then that you build value that establishes long-lasting customer loyalty. Do I sound pretty energized over this concept. I am. I really want you to get this. Look, in summary, the intent of product pitches, which is more common than not, is to sell a product or facilitate buying. And the intent of a clinical consult, well, that, my friend, is to solve a problem or a clinical challenge. And I believe that your highest value as a consultant, a clinical advisor, a representative, a coach, whatever it is that is on your business card, your highest value is to resolve clinical challenges with your offer and to become a true and trusted partner of every practice or healthcare organization that you serve. So let's talk a little more about this thing I keep calling a clinician consultation. Well, it's different than a product-based approach. It's 
a service-based approach. A clinical consultation is really is a protocol that leads with the intent to serve, not necessarily sell. And when you lead in service as a trusted partner of the practice, well, the orders and the customers will naturally follow. Well, by now, I'll bet you are wondering just how to avoid the common mistakes associated with doing a product pitch and begin to make the transition of using these ideas that we've just talked about so that you can educate your potential buyers into becoming customers. And I am excited and honored to share a proven process that I've developed that you can use with your clinicians to up-level your interactions for better results. Learning to effectively facilitate a clinician consultation, however, does require a little bit more time than this podcast provides. And I don't want to rush this because I want you to really get the step-by-step of how to apply this to your unique approach and make it your own. And so I'm happy to announce that I am hosting a live web workshop on Friday, March 17th at 10 a.m. Eastern, early 7 a.m. Pacific. Sorry, guys, on the West Coast, but this is a way to get it all in. Start your day off strong and end your week even stronger with this web workshop. It's called Convert More Consults, Solution Selling to Clinicians. I'm going to teach you the step-by-step process of facilitating a clinician consultation. Trust me, friend, you want to be in this room. If you are a representative, a consultant, a coach, a clinician who is now working on the business side of of healthcare, you want to learn this process. And I will share in the workshop the exact steps that you can take in order to educate people that you work with into buying. And as an added bonus, we're going to even do some live coaching so that you can see how this applies to your customers, your offer, and even your goals. Now, look, if you can't attend the workshop on March 17th, I want you to register anyway, because I promise to send you the replay. You guys, I can't say enough how this workshop, this information, this process that I'm going to teach in this educational event on Friday, March 17th, can be just the game changer that you have been wanting, waiting, and really wishing would show up to help you change the trajectory of the results that you've been getting with the clinicians that you serve. So register at dentalindustryinsider.com slash workshop. That's where you can sign up for the session on Friday, March the 17th at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Keep smiling, friend, and I'll see you at our special event on March 17th. Thanks for listening to the Dental Industry Insider podcast at www.dentalindustryinsider.com. 